right, everybody. Welcome back to episode eight of Modern Running. As you can see, we're here with the one and only Andy Geltz. Uh, just for those who don't know, he ran in college a 154-800, a 349-1500, a 418-mile, 851-3K, 1525-5K. He ran the 400 hurdles once, it looks like, uh, in 101.95, which is pretty impressive. I'm sure there's a story there. Um, steeplechase, 3K steeplechase, a 928. And we can't leave out the 8K time in cross country of 25.29. So all around great, great, great runner. Um, and he's going to kind of share his story and his experience with us today, which we are extremely grateful for. So thanks for coming on and, uh, and talking to us. Absolutely. My pleasure. It's kind of weird hearing your whole college career kind of boil down to about 10 seconds there. <laughs> <laughs> Four years down to 10 seconds. That's what it comes to. Or even longer for you because you were a graduate. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, I had redshirted my senior year um, for cross country and that got me able to run my fifth year. And I studied abroad sophomore year uh, and I got to run my fifth year as well. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> That'll come. Yeah, all, all good. Uh, so I guess I'll start from the top, you know, how I got into running. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of weird, probably not as uh, traditional as most. Um, I guess first and foremost, my uh, oldest brother and my dad actually ran in, in, uh, in high school. They were pretty, pretty stellar athletes for their time. So I thought to myself, you know, I have the same body type as both of them. I think I'd be pretty good at it. But um, I didn't really try cross country or track okay. until... <laughs> until um until i think middle end of middle school where i was actually playing baseball about uh about like 10 years at that time and oh, wow. what happened was uh <laughs> yeah it was crazy i was like i was i, I played baseball till uh till high school and uh oftentimes when i would get up to bat we had this we had this larger lady who would drive around in a golf course around the the entire complex <laughs> We, uh, she was very loud. We uh, called her the 50, 50 lady. Cause she'd always do the 50, 50 raffle. She's like 50, 50. <laughs> I buy a raffle ticket. And I was like, all right, cool. Super nice lady. And the loudest cheer you would ever have in a, in the park. So every time I'd get up the bat, I would, uh, I would step in the box, you know, you like hold up the hand a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, look good. Yeah, look good. Oh yeah. And then the, uh, and the 50, 50 lady just always shout out, Hey, legs, legs, got this legs. <laughs> like at that time I was just disp- very disproportionate. I was like 70% legs, probably still am probably closer to 60%. <laughs> um, so I was like, that's oh, weird. But they had uh, played me in like in, in center field and pitcher and I could cover back and forth a lot. And I was often the uh, pinch runner as well. So whenever okay. they needed me, I would kind of sprint back and forth. So that's speed kind of like guy. A, exactly for for baseball for baseball okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a little, it's a little bit different with, with them boys there um so that was the first time i realized i was kind of fast and i uh, i i tried my hand in cross country for middle school i got i was like the i was i think i was top top three for the guys and then uh, that kind of pushed me into the high school realm of things. And uh, after the first year, first year of cross in high school, I bumped up from JV to uh, to varsity, and that that was a big bump. Where I was like, "Hey, you know, maybe I'm kind of good at this thing." <laughs> and then things started falling together during the uh, middle of high school. With uh, I think I broke ten minutes my sophomore year for the two mile oh, high wow. school, <laughs> and then. Um, 
I got that down by senior year to uh, I think it was nine twenty seven for indoor, oh which is pretty solid. God, um, yeah, yeah that's say. solid. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I was stoked. I actually ran against Edward Cheserek uh, indoor oh. at Easterns at the at the Armory uh, in, in in New York City, and that that's was crazy. awesome. Yeah, the coolest part about it is that he didn't lap me. That was kind of, <laughs> that's, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. That was the biggest takeaway, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I was pretty stoked. That's a good day. Um, which was really nice. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway uh, from 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 high school there was really uh, like really just try hardest, run your own race, and just get at it. You know, it was it, it was fun. I I feel like I went to high school more more to run than than go to school. I agree. <laughs> I awesome. agree. Yep. Um, but it was it, it was a blast. Um and there there that was when I had to make a decision because my times were pretty decent. I had uh I had two offers from two universities to go full ride for the four years, but in my heart I knew I wanted to go and do and be a physical therapist. So I actually so both of those schools, actually one of those schools had a PT program, but the way their years spaced out, I had to do seven instead of six, like they do at, mm. at LVC. Mm-hmm. Yep. So although the four years would have been free, those last, last three years would have been around like $20,000 more oh. than if I went to LVC for the first first uh, six years. So wow. it, was, it was pretty clear for, for LVC. Plus, okay. um, you, you got to get out in the workforce earlier and you got to start making money earlier. So mm-hmm. all yep. in all, it was uh, it was it was a hard decision for a seventeen-year-old to make. You know? Yeah, yeah say, definitely. That's some pretty intense stuff you're dealing with there. Yeah, yeah. it was cool, but you know, part of me kind of wishes I I, I kind of just went to like a, a D one school full ride just to hang out and have fun, <laughs> you know, and just, and just like be an athlete. Right, yeah. right. Would have been sweet, you know. But the uh, D three schools are are awesome. I, I kind of thought coming into it, I was like division three, like I'm just going to wipe up the competition. Right. And I thought I was, I was like this hardo trying to like, just, just going to kill it. And I got humbled real quick. There's some, <laughs> there's some studs. In yeah, I was going to say there are some serious runners are. in D3. Oh yeah. I think like the, the, the biggest defining factor between like D3 and D1 is obviously there's the, there's like the, uh, the upper echelon of D1 for sure. But the depth in D1 compared to D3 is just insurmountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I thought was wild. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's what kind of got me to LVC. I'd say, I say besides the whole financial part of it, it was kind of destiny to come to LVC kind of fate, which is kind of weird. Um, tell you why i'll, I'll kind of unpack that it was senior year uh i think it was november no no i, I believe october and my, my dad was like you gotta you gotta see the school in person you know it's a nice school i was like yeah sure so backstory i live in in, in new jersey by the beach so for me to get out there is like two and a half two hours and 45 minutes and I was okay like, this is a trek but my dad's like i'll drive so it was my dad my mom and myself and for the most part, I just kind of slept in the car till there. I was like, whatever. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. You know, classic like high school. Like, it doesn't funny. matter. I'm like chilling in my like giant varsity jacket that I'm only going to wear for four years. Like, <laughs> 800 bucks. <laughs> oh, Yo, man. That's amazing. <laughs> so, so we get on campus and I was like, oh, this is like a, this is like a nice little campus. It felt super homey. I was stoked. I was like, this is, this is nice. And like, it was so small that I knew I wasn't just going to be a number there, which is really nice. 
Um, but it was weird because I think it was the same size, if not smaller, than my high school. Which really? Was, That's how mine is. Odd. Yeah. So I was like, oh, there's yeah. as many kids in my high school. <laughs> is it going to be weird? But what was nice was that, like, in high school, you kind of grow up with all these kids. So you know all their backstories. And you're like, oh, like, like Tom did that. Lisa right. did this. You, you know like, everything about everyone. Exactly. But when you come to, to a smaller school, same size, you're like, oh, you're all you're all new faces, new stories, new people to learn. Yep. But bringing it back in, we had gone on like a self-guided tour just by ourselves. And uh, you know what? This definitely was not October. It was January because we were going over the the, the bridge from the academic side to the athletic side. And this mm-hmm. lady was uh, walking her dog. My dad struck up a conversation and uh, he goes, oh, you know, my, my son runs track, yada, yada. She goes, oh, you know what today is? Today's actually the the, uh, the LBC indoor meet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh wow. Like, we got a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. So I was Look like, I'm like, did, like, did my dad plan this? I don't know. <laughs> um, but she actually worked in admissions and was like, I know the the, the head coach, coach Byler. Um, mm. and so she, she w- walks us down there into the old Arnold sports center Good old place. and it's like loud as anything. And I'm like, what's <laughs> this rectangular track doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> track that has four corners, baby. Yep. Yeah. Right. And then with the, with those side, those sides that come down to block off. The, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they block off like the first two lanes. It was hilarious. Um, so in the, the track meets in full swing and, uh, the admissions lady calls over uh, Coach Byler and I was like, "Hey, we have a we have a, a potential recruit for you guys." And then me and her started start talking a little bit. Kind of came to fruition that I was more of a distance guy, based right. off my times and stuff. And so she goes, "Oh, you know what? You should talk to Coach O'Brien." And I talked to Coach O'Brien, and that guy is like the most genuine individual in the world. I agree. Like, yep. When he's with you, right, like when he's with you, he's with you. Right. You know, total total bro. I just had a um, talk with him today. It was great. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. He's a, he'll 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 talk your ear off. Give you. All I was the just gonna say advice. it was like a five minute call you know? that lasted thirty minutes, but I loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so classic. You know, it gets hard, and I I still struggle with it. And I've been out um for like, oh, pretty much three years now from my grad school, and still trying to call him James is just, <laughs> <laughs> just, just doesn't happen. So I'm like, like it's, it's either like James or coach and I'm like, right. right. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but him and I start talking and uh, he, him and I are just going, going back and forth talking for a while. And he, he, I mean, obviously he had to get back to his athletes. So mm-hmm. it was cut relatively short, despite how much I know he would have talked for about three hours with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then from there, I think he scheduled up something to come back and have an overnight visit. And um, I guess a, a recruiting visit from then. And mm-hmm. uh, that was fun. That, that, was, that was pretty good. I mean, it was okay, but <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going there before the recruiting visit. It was okay. more so just getting to know the guys on the team. Got it. Yeah, it a good time. That was actually, that was actually when LBC had the, had the UG, but like the UG, uh, not what it is now. I was going to say, like, I've heard some fun stories about that place. Oh, dude. Yeah. So when I was, so my first year as a freshman is what Mun looks like now. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, it was a weird style, um, weird style beforehand. It was like, okay. there was a, 
it was just like a big open concept with like a classic food line. And in the middle there was like a, a like a step up into like this tiny half walled room where you could eat food and there's tables on the outside. Super awkward. Huh. But anyway, the UG then was like a nightclub, like a legitimate nightclub. It's right. <laughs> now it's like as if it's as bright as like in your room, you know, it's like a high chilling. school dance now. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Now you always got to keep that. Keep that distance. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so then I think that that same year I'd committed to LVC uh, for the PT program. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 kind of how I got to LVC. I don't know if you guys have any questions about that. <laughs> no, that's that's good. So no, you just kind of it was the other two questions were or the other two schools were out of the question because um, of finances, and you just you knew LVC was just better in the long run with all the other added benefits because we do have like a great PT program. Um, I've mm-hmm. read like one of the best in the nation. So um, yeah, for sure. So yeah, it was it was, was, uh, it, was mm-hmm. it was like big on finances. Um, the running thing I knew, um, you know, you know, you're not going to go pro by like right, middle right. school, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was a tough pill for me to swallow as a, as a cocky 17 year old kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was, it was a big thing was finances and then time out, uh, time out working. Right. Right. I do. So, I want to know, you said you touched on you know, you thought you were going to come in and sweep stuff up in in uh, D3. And that's like mentality of like big fish, small pond kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to know what was kind of like the moment where you realized, okay, these guys are legit. Um, and how did that help kind of shape who you became as a runner? Yeah, yeah. Great, great question. I'll tell you what, humbled to the utmost first cross-country race. <laughs> <laughs> it was like going from 5k to 8k was mm-hmm. like no other i was like oh like at the 5k mark you're like sitting pretty you're like i'm i'm running slower <laughs> it doesn't really matter you know i'm killing it i went through in like 16 something or like 17 something you're like that's just whatever easy and then because i mean my my high school pr <laughs> was like uh i think it was like 1542 okay. which, is, which is pretty Jeez. decent and then yeah. <laughs> And then I think our first race was at Misericordia. I don't know if you guys have been there. Right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. haven't been there once our freshman year. Okay. It's it's hilly. It's, right. Especially coming from where I'm from. I got I got like six feet of elevation. If, if you follow me on Strava, that's like as high as I go around right. here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so at that after that 5K mark, you have 2K to go. Or like whatever. It's like just mm-hmm. over a mile. Oh my gosh, it just <laughs> it's like a bear just attacks you and you got nothing left in the sails and you're just like huffing like puffing. Um so that was the first one for sure. That was super humbling. And then I think it came down to uh to winter track where it was just like you you're I don't know, you're you're in your seated events, you're like, okay, you know, I, I ran this time in high school, I should be pretty good. And then at that point, I was like, all right, cool. Easy enough. I'm, I'm just going to go out there and kill it. And mm-hmm. there's just a different caliber of, of athletes out there who've just been doing it longer and right. who, who actually like can master the race. Like, like for instance, if, if you're going to run like a five flat, you have certain splits you got to hit. But some of these boys can run through and do like a super like pedestrian pace, like, like 400 and then come through hot. And that just like completely zaps your legs. 
Right. So, I, so that was a that was a, a big turnaround, and um, I thought I was like hot shit then. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I I actually need to start working harder than what I did in high school. And what was nice is that like Coach O'Brien, he just he doesn't care how great you are as long as you have that desire to to work. He's right. all for it, right. and he's he's, he's going to lay down in front of you, and you just got to attack, which is beautiful. That is that is one of my yeah. favorite things about about him, and that's really like one of the first things I noticed is he was like just yeah. committed to working. It doesn't matter how fast, how slow, how in between mm-hmm. you are. If you were committed to working, he was committed to you. Yeah, yeah, I love which is that about him. which is so great for a coach. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't play favorites. Right. All all he does is like I mean the only way he would play favorites is if you know if you're doing the work, but if right. everybody's doing the work, you, you have no favorites. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so that, that, that kind of shaped me into, into working real hard. Uh, I, I, I must say in addition to that freshman year, I got to know Mike Harnish pretty well, which I'm sure you, you both have heard of. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was, he's killer. He, what, he got, I mean, he went to nationals a ton of times, which Absolutely is great. Insane. And him and I just just kind of linked up. We actually weren't we we weren't roommates freshman year, but sophomore year to his senior year is when we did become roommates. And at that point, we just kind of fed off each other, and really just worked hard and kind of pushed each other. Duo. Yeah, yeah, that was mm-hmm. fun. And I'd be risk I'd be remiss to say that Elliot Bonds. I don't know if you ever heard about him either. Yeah, um, yeah, him before. <laughs> yep. He was he, he, he was pretty crucial in that as well because it was it was kind of like us three for cross we 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 would really attack it and then for track it would it'd be a little bit more just uh, Mike and I in our respective and mm-hmm. I would kind of work down to the fifteen and Mike would kind of work up yep. to the fifteen so he would have that speed that would push me at the end and I'd be more okay. so trying to grind him at, at the beginning. So I'm I'm kind of curious because I live very close to the college my like everyone in my high school and all the high schools around my area, they know what LVC is just because they drive by just about every week. But you said you're like two hours or two and a half hours away. Like how did you like hear about the school? Oh yeah. Great question. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people ask me that, especially a lot of the, uh, like a ton of my friends that, as uh, in high school, like, why are you own a PA? We got plenty of PT. Yeah, Cause it's like a small school, like so far away. Oh yeah. Yeah. Honestly, LBC had a lot of selling points for me. The big thing was the six year program, the accelerated program for PT, which was awesome. But also their, their financial aid really killed it. You know, mm-hmm. I think it was like 90% uh, of the people of, of the students have some sort of financial aid and you can qualify for like the Vic Roy, which is like half tuition. If you're in the X per X percentage of your class, mm-hmm. um, so who really found it for me was actually my guidance counselor, uh, Alan Cuthbert. He was also my cross country and partly my track coach. Okay. He's, he kind of spurred that along. He kind of like ended the torch off well to, to coach O'Brien, despite them yeah. never ever talking, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was, he, he was, he was a good guy. He, uh, he had, he had helped push me to a lot, a lot of stuff and help. He actually would be a big proponent of trying to get, me and my buddy Jahad, who was more so sprints in high school, to some of the higher level uh, races and, and meets, just to try and see or and try and compete against higher level people, which was really nice. So, yeah, that yeah, is really that's good, cool. especially for a, for a high school coach to take initiative like that. Yeah, yeah, it was big, big. At so, the star young PT, <laughs> hard major, six year program, good runner, 
both take lots of time. How do you balance it? Oh, you know what? That's like <laughs> the question, the right. college question, right? Because right. you got what you got with, with, with that triangle where it's like school, sleep, and friends, right? Right. Yeah. Then, then you're an athlete, and you make that thing a square, and you exactly. got sports, mm-hmm. right? I must say, sleep was something I did not prioritize, and okay. I kick myself for that now. You know, <laughs> okay. it was like, like at the end of every semester, I, I would, I would get sick because I'd probably sleep five at most seven hours a night. Really? So Jeez. I really wow. wish I got that that sleep, like knew what sleep was, and or mm-hmm. like I don't know you know what sleep was, but like how to sleep well. Right. Right. But that's where everything kind of took a hit because I would go all out, wake up at like before the 8 a.m. You know how terrible that is to try and get your like shake out in the three miles. Right. right. And then, and then, you know, you'd have your 8 a.m., try and snag some breakfast in the meantime. And then at 3.30, you got practice for like two-ish hours. Mm-hmm. Then afterwards, eat dinner with the team, and you know how that can get kind of rambunctious and kind of yeah, that can get dragged <laughs> on, hang on for a long time, yeah. which is fun in itself. You know the uh, camaraderie, which is something you totally miss after 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 college, right? But um, then after that, Mike Mike used to give me so much so much crap, as well as Nick Scullin. They used to tear <laughs> me apart. They're like, where are you going? You going to study? Come on. <laughs> So <laughs> I can hear Nick saying that now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So I used to get heckled by them uh, because I would just go straight straight to studying and then just study till whenever I needed to, which oftentimes, like looking back at it, you probably study anywhere from like three to eight hours a day with everything going Gosh. on, which was kind of a lot. But uh, yeah, that, that balance was not a balance. It was a lot of give and take for sure. Right. Where like mm-hmm. what you got home from, uh, from college it was like sleep city yeah it was like sleep yeah. yep so, so so you said anywhere between three to eight hours a day for studying yeah for sure <laughs> so you got classes for however many hours most of the time it's what like three hours a day probably in class then yeah, yeah. but i don't know how pt is because i I'm a grad school kind of pushes so. it to the limits where you got like three hour classes occasionally oh my god jeez <laughs> Yeah. Okay, because so it's, yeah. insane <laughs> amounts of class. We'll just put that. We'll put too, that in there. Too much, right? Too now. much. Too much class. <laughs> yeah. uh, insane amounts of studying, all for class. Then you've got running, and how many miles was like? I don't know. I don't want to say like average because obviously freshman year coach isn't big on the whole high mileage thing. Um, yeah. So freshman year you don't really do a lot, but like kind of building up. What would you say was your your range? From my recollection, and I know Coach Ryan would, would know the exact number because he just knows all, all <laughs> yes, of our exact does. race it's times. There's a bank up there. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> um, I'd say around 60-ish miles a week would be like prime time for, for most most of the seasons, I'd okay. say. Okay. Yeah. So balancing that out, any shakeouts, like you said, waking up before 8 a.m.s, which is already hard. 8 a.m.s suck. Um, yeah. I'll stand by that till the day I die. Uh, mm-hmm. 8 a.m. suck. So waking up before 8 <laughs> a.m., not at all, um, and doing shakeouts, running, something people already don't like before class. I didn't even think about doing that. I, I would never think about <laughs> no, it's doing that. Automatically <laughs> just an out. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you should do it. If, if there's a way to get your mileage in easy, and then so you can like have the night to yourself, shakeouts. 
kind of like that idea instead of doing them at <laughs> yeah. 9, 10, 11 o'clock yeah, at night. Yeah, really late at like, yeah. a little bit earlier. Yeah, like oh idea. gosh. Yeah, <laughs> I learned a ton about sleep with that stuff. If you want to get some good sleep, you don't want to work out a, a couple hours before sleep. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like starting runs or doing runs just in the morning. I don't do a lot because I work in the morning, but and waking up early mm-hmm. is difficult. But like I feel like doing runs in the morning, you just feel so much more accomplished starting your day. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of own your day instead of your day owning you type deal. Right, right. I try I tried to start all of my runs in the morning now and it seems to be working a lot better. That's good. That's like good. like you said, you feel accomplished immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's hard to get those legs moving in the morning. You know, they yeah. kind of feel like cinder blocks a little bit. Yep. But it really wakes you up. That's for it sure. It does. Yep. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So another question. I'm just question steady today, but be prepared for that. Cause I've got a whole bank in here. <laughs> That's um, all good. So big time runner, super fast. You know, you're kind of starting to find yourself uh junior, senior grad. Um, what was the biggest thing kind of uh mentally that pushed you over that limit to kind of hit the next step and and become who you were as a runner i know you said mike uh and elliot kind of carried you a little bit um in terms of the times and mm-hmm. the stuff like that and you guys fed off each other but was there anything else that kind of brought you to where you were yeah that kind of like pushed me in, in, right. into, into that, that next direction to kind of know that i was like actually like worth being there almost that i was like yeah you know like I should be here. Right, right, part. right. You earned it. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it took it took till uh, Max Outdoor freshman year. That was that was a big turnaround point. Um, that was that was yeah. It was I think the first day. It was a three thousand steeplechase on the first day of Max Outdoor. That's a great and, race to start uh, that, with. <laughs> that morning, yeah, yeah, that was that was sweet. Uh, that morning, I had a a chem final that I, I had I had to kind of rush through just to just to make it to to the mac and that was it was at e-town uh elizabeth town when they were actually mm-hmm. in the mac now they're in they're in a different conference. landmark i think is what so e-town is in there. yes yeah landmark. landmark so uh i think i think i carpooled with elliot there and okay. once i got there coach is like all right you gotta warm up i'm like okay cool i had like 10 minutes to warm up i forgot oh, my gosh. spikes actually so <laughs> So I, I had to borrow one of my buddy, uh, Nick D'Angelo. He's, he's actually my host for my recruiting visit, um, the, the year prior. And so I'd his, his, his uh, use his spikes and his spikes were like a size, size and a half too small. So I'm just like, I warmed up for like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> that would be so stressful. Oh my, I was, was going to say, we're going to have stressful. to break this down and in a So minute. I'm like swinging my leg. What's up? I right, said, so we're just going to have to break this down. Once you're done with this story, I just... I need to hear it again in a, in a minute. A little choppy, Griffin. This is oh my my internet's being my internet's just a great place. I love it here. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right, so keep going, keep going. For me, your picture was frozen on a, on no a pretty cute no one. <laughs> we're, we're um, so I'm swinging my leg at the starting line. I'm like, I got an inadequate warm up here, and so little did I know. Um, actually, didn't know pretty much any of the runners before the race until coach O'Brien told me afterwards that there were two all Americans in there for the 1500. I was like, dang. <laughs> so we started off the, the steeple chase and I'm just chilling and it was a pretty hot day out. It was, it was, it was, it was pretty humid. 
and we're, we're kind of just working around the, the track and it's uh, the, the race is seven and a half laps um long and around like i think the four four and a half lap mark um a packs a, me and a packs start to distance from from the rest and then just kind of chilling i'm like this isn't this isn't that bad and uh just kind of cruising along it definitely hurt you know if you ever run the steeplechase it kind of just hurts in general it just everything and, hurts. Uh, yeah and then I think like with a lap and a half to go, I started to kind of pull away. Um, this was thanks to a lot of the workouts Coach O'Brien had me do, which was pretty awesome, which were pretty good. That were like super steeple specific where you're just grinding. I'm just mm-hmm. feeling terrible. So I'm starting to pull away and I'm not looking back and I'm just like going for it. And I should preface that before, <laughs> before, this is, I believe, my second steeplechase, my third steeplechase. And the one before this, I kind of just cruised. And on that last water barrier at the at <laughs> my first steeplechase, I cleared it completely. I didn't even touch the water. I didn't touch the Which is the difficult. Barrier. That is hard so, to do. Yeah. <laughs> but you look so cool doing it. <laughs> so... <laughs> So during the, the Mac race, it's it's coming down to the last lap. And I'm like, Andrew, put the burners on. And I'm like, I jumped the barrier and the water last time. Easy. Little did I know, <laughs> I was pushing much harder during this race than the last race. <laughs> and I take my leap of faith. And I'm like, full hurdle over the steel barrier. And I just feel this giant thud against my right knee. And <laughs> next thing I know, I'm like, partially underwater like half scorpions <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh what am i gonna do <laughs> as fast as i can and just like sprint while it feels like you have like like ten thousand bricks on your back got one more one more jump to do and finish just soaking wet and then i, and then I finally look behind me and i was like oh i won i won the steeplechase as a freshman like <laughs> i was like this wow. is ridiculous dope. which is ridiculous yeah. so that was really the defining moment when I was like, okay, I'm not the best here by any means, but I know I deserve to be in like the, the upper echelon of, right, of, you the, of these like D3 runners. Yeah, you proved right. your spot. Yeah. That's and, just... Uh, I think... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> and I think like 30 seconds after this, I think Coach Coach uh, Byler <laughs> was, was excited but kind of like you fell type deal. <laughs> she, she, she had helped me a ton with the whole hurdle practice, which right. was great. And so I was soaking wet. So I gave her a hug. <laughs> I was like, I still won. It's fine. That's funny. Uh, it was just silly. <laughs> so I just want to, for everybody listening, I want to put some emphasis on this, on this race here, because I didn't know anything leading up to this. Um, so like, Leading up to a race, I like to kind of like I check out for the day. You said you had a chem exam. Check out. I'm yep. not. I'm not in it at all. Um, so like that's impressive to me already. Rushing through it, impressive. Getting to the race and only having like ten minutes to warm up, unbelievably stressful. Not having your spikes in a race that you really need something <laughs> good on your feet because you're jumping over things unbelievably stressful. Like I can't even imagine. I feel like I'd look at coach and be like, dude, I don't know how I'm going to race today. Like I genuinely don't know what's going to happen. I've had 10 minutes to run. My legs are cold and these spikes are pinching my feet. Like I can't imagine. 
And then to be in a race with like all American runners, clearly good, belonging there as a freshman, I think I'd poop myself because I genuinely don't know <laughs> how that would go. Falling in a race, especially the steeplechase, one of the most demoralizing things I feel like that can happen. Like if you fall in a steeplechase, like yes, it's possible. Yes, it happens. But like, God, that is just so beating that because you know Everybody saw it. You hear the ooh from the crowd. Everybody, yeah, the, ooh. everybody's <laughs> like, "What? What just happened? Who fell?" Oh yeah. And then you're over there soaking wet to get up and still finish the race. Not only finish, finish fast, like you said, like you have a hundred bricks on your back or a thousand bricks or whatever it was. Finish fast, finish hard, and win as a freshman. That is insane to me. Absolutely mind blowing. I just yeah, had to say cool. that again. I just had to. I just had to <laughs> emphasize that. Yeah, thank you for that. It was yeah. like it was. It was fun. That's insane. You have inspired me. That I hope coach won't hear this, but if he does, I'm gonna try and and hurdle this whole water barrier thing now. He told me the story of the time you fell. He didn't tell me you won, but it's official. I'm gonna try and hurdle it. First practice it that we go. It, like, yeah, I pra- practice it. And if if you're feeling like spicy, like with like 800 to go, do it because you'll just gain that extra half step on that person next to you, and you'll and it'll just like slightly d- demoralize them. I just feel know? like mentally, I'll be just grinning ear to ear and be like, I, I didn't even care if I lose. <laughs> I just did that. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is amazing. I so falling in a race, I've never done it. I actually, I elbowed Nick Scullin once. Um, mm, he, he did, he, had it he, he was mad. <laughs> he gets, I'm sure, you know, firsthand, uh, he's yeah. a very emotional <laughs> racer. And so he got, he did a steeplechase and oh, it was at Millersville, I think. Um, he just registered yeah. open cause he wanted to show coach that he would have been good at it. And, um, yeah, he went up with me and my arms, you know, as a freshman, they just go wherever I don't control them. And so it went right really? inside of his face and he was like, he yelled, <laughs> A word I won't repeat. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Me as this tiny freshman, like, I did not know what to do. Like, I am so sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I cut his lip. I felt yeah. really bad. It's, it's, it's hard when you're going over those, those It is. I can't. There. My arms, they just do what they want. I don't, I don't control I feel them. like I would do one of these things, like chicken wings out to the side. My arms go just, try and like, oh, yeah. they just go Get up. myself but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure coach knows that we're going to, we're going to clear this water barrier. It's just what happens. You know, you just, you just got to take care of it and try not to hit someone, but it it happens. (laughs) Is what it is. Oh, Kerfin's frozen again. It's frozen there. Why? It has some issues. Yo, this, I'm telling you, I (laughs) I don't know what it is. My internet is just, it doesn't like me. We pay so much money for it. It just doesn't. It like freezes it. you on some pretty cute pictures, though. Well, that's on, good. I'm, on the I'm glad side. we can yeah, get just some like, entertainment. Like, yeah. 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 That's great. That's great. Um, all right. So I have another question. This one, Coach, I know is very... He, he loves talking about it, but he doesn't like talking about it at the same time. Um, so it's your DMR race. Oh, God. Uh, I, <laughs> I have no clue. You knew, you knew exactly is, which one this is. So I don't want to mess up the story, but I know there was a DMR race mm-hmm. with um, some studs, like really, really, really good people, you being one of them. And I think you ran, was it the mile that you ran? 
the 1600? Nah, I was leading off like 1200. You were the leading off. Okay. Okay, so I think I, I mean think I, I could I just take it from here if you want. I, yeah, by all means, go ahead because I don't want to mess this <laughs> yeah. up. But I know this is this is a a big a big moment here. It was a it's a tragic moment. I I, I often uh, thought about this the other day. We were we were, we were chatting about uh, cycling because because we're getting a little bit older here, so we got to <laughs> feel fast somehow. So right. we're kind of picking up cycling. Um. Because he had, he had he had slightly reminded me of what of, of what happened, but yeah, so it was uh, <laughs> it was DMR at Tufts. It was kind of like last chance Swarthmore type deal, right. trying to trying to qualify for indoor nationals, and uh, it was it. I mean, race was going great. We had studs Mike Harnish, obviously a stud, Kyle Frank, super stud there as well, and Nick Scullin, which I think he was a freshman at the time doing the mm-hmm. 800, but obviously a stud for sure. He had qualified for nationals, I think, his senior year for yep. uh, for indoor or outdoor 800. I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, it was it was going great. We all warmed up well. We were on the same page. We were on pace to hit this DMR uh, to qualifying time for nationals. And so leading off gun goes off just like any other dmr not like i mean some stress but i i knew i could run the time and that and it was gonna happen right i was i was, I was gonna hit like 30 something like 307 or like 301 and so go through the the 400 everybody's in the pack i think, I think it's like just under a minute and then go through was it the 800 in like two flat which I was like, yeah, this is easy on time. Like definitely kind of spin through another 400, no problem. And so it was, I was kind of like riding on someone's shoulder in lane two and, and I knew I shouldn't have been there, but I was like, you know, maybe this just feels right. And then I went to go and tuck in because they're like, oh, you know, tuck in, whatever. The, one of the coaches was like tuck in that that's better and i was like all right cool so i tucked in i kind of like feathered it back a little bit and so i i knew it kind of felt wrong but i was like whatever you know it's going to be an easy four 400 to go i can kind of sprint through maybe even break three which which would be dope so i'm kind of I'm, I'm jogging through and i think it i think it was maybe 400 to go where coming off the uh like the finish line the, the start line there like I get tripped up in the back and someone like kind of kicks my foot and I eat it so hard. Did not drop the baton. <laughs> key. So I was gonna say thankfully uh, for that. Yeah. <laughs> and like me and like three other other dudes fell and we were all on pace to just kind of kill it. We had we had a good pack going along. I got up and it hurt way more than freshman year trying to go and <laughs> like get up after that steeplechase it felt terrible and i just remember cynthia adams now cynthia harness actually mm-hmm. just go andy this is where champions are made go and i'm like oh my god i gotta go and i think <laughs> what happened was just like falling so much energy take take is like taken out right, of right. trying not to eat it so yep. I just start going. I, I was I was way too spicy off the get go. I kind of <laughs> think like zap my legs for the last two hundred. I forget what time I actually finished in. I think it was like 
I think it was still 3-0 or something, but it was a couple seconds too slow, unfortunately. Okay. And then, like, Bronk killed it for the 400. Absolutely murdered it. And then Nick did his part. And then Hornish did even more of his part than what he needed to. So we, unfortunately, I think, missed a time by a little bit. And you know what? You kind of win some. You lose some. I felt bad um, for, for, for the seniors, for sure, because definitely that was, that, was, that was part of it. But I think a big takeaway, and I wish I had learned this sooner, was really like run your own race, kind of kind of feel out the race, despite people giving you advice, and that's all good. Only you really know how you feel. Mm-hmm. So definitely when you get out there, first of all, have fun. That's kind of why you do it. You know you're there to kind of like kill it and you have a mission, but you really just know how you feel and run your own race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good uh, advice. It was definitely a growing experience. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, I'd say that's so, and I know coach, cause he loves statistics. Um, he's told me this probably four or five times. He looks every year at the DMR indoor qualifying list. And I hope this doesn't rub salt in the wound. I really hope not, but apparently like your time from that year, every year since then would have qualified for nationals. So it was like, For real? it was like <laughs> literally every single year, like that one year is the time you missed it by like point something. And like every like year after, song. yeah, every year Dang. after you would have qualified. It just wasn't wow. meant to be. It just wasn't in the cards. <laughs> That's a crazy mentality to have. Cause I would still yeah. be, I know coach is still like, I don't like talking about it, but at the same time, I like talking about it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm still pretty bitter balls about it, but in the next sense, I can't go back and change right, anything. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what though. Warming up there, that was that was Tufts uh, was at Boston or whatever. Gee, there was like feet of snow on the ground trying to warm up out there. Really, it was terrible warm up conditions. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I hate warming up in the cold. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. It was, it was, it was pretty terrible. But, but yeah, no, that was that was great. That was a uh, that was fun in the sense of like kind of like hanging out with everybody there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we and we knew we had the talent. But, you know, it, it's hard to get four people to perform very well on the same day. Right. Um, right. That's that's true. Yeah. That's I could never be part of a relay because, like, I just feel like mentally there's so much more than a regular race. Like, you there's genuinely of have your you. whole team riding on you, like your whole relay team. And you're such a close-knit group of guys because you know what you're going through because you're each going through the same thing or in the DMR similar things, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's just a lot. I, I don't know if I can handle that pressure. <laughs> I think, I think I had a picture in my, my little scrapbook of that day. <laughs> I think, let, let me pull it up. Let me pull, oh God, I can't take it out. But like, we're all smiling, but we're not really smiling here. Oh, <laughs> that's, that was yo. like, it was tough. That was, that was 2015 indoor track and field. I was a yeah, sophomore sure. in high school. Does that make you feel old? Oh, yeah, dude. It's been happening more and more. <laughs> it's terrible. I was going to say, I remember you saying, like, are you – I looked up, um, I think, some of your times or something like that, and I, I read 2014 on there. I was like, ah, I was a freshman in high school. I was, like, probably <laughs> yeah. this tall and skin and bone. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happens. It's funny because it's, like, at some point in your life, you kind of change from being the youngest one in the group. To mm-hmm. being like, you're old. Like for instance, it was my fourth year, and it, I don't know if 
you know, you know, uh, Kyle Monroe, right? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a dynamic duo, buddy of his, of his, uh, Harrison, or, yeah, Harrison Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they were always just misfits. Um, <laughs> and they, they started calling me grandpa. And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> I'm 22. No, no, I'm 21. And I'm like, bro, I'm 21. Like, I ain't no grandpa. Um, but then that kind of changed when I was like six years still like trying to coach with with, with the team in right. this country. And right. then that that's when I was like, oh god, these are like there's 18 year olds here. Like that's right. weird. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Because right. what you guys are what uh, Jordan, you're 19. Yeah. I think now you're 20 or 19. I'm 19. I turned 20 in a month. I should be a year younger, like a grade below. But I started school a year early because uh, I hate okay. myself. I guess. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that was your decision. <laughs> <laughs> My was just like, yeah, this is going to be great. It's going to be a great idea. Yeah, yeah. free childcare. Just <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's hard taking, taking something like that and, and making it not necessarily positive, but like, kind of, of it. yeah, being okay with it. Um, but, yeah. uh, Jordan, I've asked a lot. Do you have any other? Do you have any questions? Because I have more. I'll keep going, but I want to. I want to give you a chance. Yeah, I, him him talking about um, warming up in that foot of snow made me think of something. Sure. It's it's sort of like a free ball question. Because okay. like I'm I'm super into like really terrible conditions, okay. which is uncommon. But if you were to be able to pick like the cloud cover, the rain, no rain, wind, ground conditions, what would be wind. your ideal? race conditions for a cross-country race Ooh, cross-country like weather-wise and everything that's tough i kind of felt like i kind of just like dealt with cross-country as like a like a like a tune-up sport for track mm-hmm. um <laughs> sounds bad <laughs> coach Ryan would probably hate that but he knows <laughs> he loves that <laughs> yeah right um <laughs> but yeah you know what that's a great question because Cross country is such like a hit or miss day, and like times don't really matter. I mean, they matter, but in mm-hmm. the grand scheme of things, it's like place. Right, yeah, right. Because we're kind of we're all kind of dealt with the same cards there. But I'd say uh, a light breeze. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On an overcast day. Yeah. Okay. With um, with a dew point. This is something you got to look into. A dew, dew point, point research. Yeah. Okay. Dew okay. Point of fifty-five degrees. <laughs> Um, I know it sounds not so specific, but there's there's so much science behind that that I never even knew. One of my buddies is a professor at Scranton who who, who talked about this stuff, and um, gosh, yeah, overcast, maybe like sixty degrees outside, and um, flat as a pancake, ideally, because that's my bread and butter. Like if it's on a rail trail <laughs> out back, gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> you can just open up. But like these hills, I mean, even Union Canal Tunnel Park, as flat as that is, I use air quotations. Whoever listens to this, not on, uh, <laughs> not on YouTube, it, it is relatively flat. There's maybe like six feet of elevation until you get to that one hill where you just <laughs> you have to go onto like this little packed gravel part by the canal, and it mm-hmm. just throws a giant wrench into your system that yep. just breaks all rhythm. And you're like, yeah. oh, I'd rather run at the sales, honestly. At <laughs> I'd rather run at the sales. <laughs> if you're going to give me this, he'll give me them all. I'll take them all. <laughs> Seriously. Um, 
but I think I think I answered all your variables there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the dew point was was something yeah, I was the, not expecting. Yeah, yeah Google it. It's you're, I'll check it wow. out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to research that. <laughs> A dew point of fifty five. I gotta remember it. Yeah, because it's like anything I think above seventy is like your 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 efforts are like completely wasted, or like they're, they're just not nearly as good as what you could do. Like you're not gonna PR that day. Wow. Oh. Okay. That's well, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I, really heard that. I didn't know yeah. there was like that much research behind it where you could you could say stuff like that. That's it, wow. it kind of deals with like humidity as well. It's okay. Okay. That's huh. like what uh what Darren was talking about with sunscreen and how it like keeps the heat off your skin. Yes, Darren said like, something like he wants to, he like cakes his body in sunscreen before he runs because it it nice. like I don't know. I've never heard anything like it before, but I'm like to each his own. Like if you're going to do it, go for it. Yeah. But like, yeah, he said it like repels the heat or something like that. makes you not as hot. That's yeah. interesting. And like your performance is increased. And I was like, all right, I mean, huh. here's some sunscreen. Go for it. I just yeah. put it on my yeah. top yeah, too. So it doesn't that. fade, but <laughs> you do you. Little did you know. <laughs> that part of my skin is actually very, very athletic right now because yeah, it, it just doesn't it get hot. <laughs> there it is. You know, what? it's that's just what happens. Or you're just more around. aerodynamic, you know? Yes, the one that it's able yep. to... <laughs> it, your skin is sleeker, so it just... Yep, it just yeah. slips right off you. Bingo. Exactly. It just kind of cuts through the air. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, man, that's... Can you believe we're already at 50 minutes? It really genuinely oh, has sure. felt like 10. Yeah, yeah I, I this has been a lot of fun. It goes so fast. Um, is there any other like last minute? I don't la- not last minute. You have ten minutes left, but uh, <laughs> closing things you want to say or you want to add that we cut off when we asked all of our questions? Oh God, no! I mean, <laughs> most. I mean, most. I mean, the accolades are, are, are the things that are like you know the things that stand out for your career, kind of the things that you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of learning points. I kind of left with you there um with the toughs the, the tough toughs run right right um other than that i'd say i mean quite honestly if you're a distance runner get in the gym you know as much as like we don't like the lift and we got like t-rex arms like <laughs> it's something that needs to happen just so we don't get injured mm-hmm. um i mean uh, that that's kind of like the inner pt me um coming out there but I really wish that was something. And you guys have it now, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Hats is still there, right? No, Hats left. We have uh, Logan. If you ever met Logan, um, Logan Reaver. I don't know oh, if I have not. not. No. Yeah, so he's oh, actually, the he's, interim now. He's this. He was a student, right? Yes, he's yeah. a multi in track. He did multi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice kid. Yes, and mm-hmm. super, super good. And he. Since he comes from running, he kind of, or track, I should say, he understands, he focuses more on kind of what helps runners more than hats, did I say? Not bad-mouthing hats at all. I loved him. Um, had him for my whole freshman year. Um, but I think Logan does a good job at kind of recognizing that we're not, you know, lifters, if that makes sense. Correct. Yeah, like us not trying to do like hang cleans or like exactly. jerks and like right, right. there. So For sure. Would you guys um, actually do that stuff? Like heavy uh, lifts the like sprinters that? did. <laughs> yeah. Like we had like um uh, we we had uh because I think Nick Skolin, Kyle Frank, and Terrence had to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was good. 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know how to begin to do a clean. Oh, dude, God. It's dude. fun. They're so fun. I love them. They're... Start off light if you do them. <laughs> 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 That's for sure. Guts will explode out your butt. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's, um that's yeah other than moment. that i think uh i mean you can you can look at my times wherever i actually while you said that i interrupt again but i want to hear this 400 hurdle story i didn't oh, know you were on that yeah that was oh, so yeah. fun yeah that was that was such a good race that was um <laughs> that's that that was steeple training coach o'brien was like yeah you're gonna do the 400 hurdles i was like sure the same height Exactly. Yeah. So actually earlier that day, I don't think too much, like I think maybe an hour before if that I did the 1500. And so I was, I, I tried to like PR on that. I don't know the, the time. I could probably find the time somewhere. Let me see. That was, when was that? That was, I can tell oh, you the day. Um, it was, let's see. I got your T first pulled up. It I was <laughs> March 28th or 29th in 2014. 2014. What a year. Ooh. There you go. You what got 12. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that was... Um, I don't think I broke four that day, but that year I broke four at max. I think max was at Widener. Um, yeah, that was fun. I was like beat from the 1500 and uh coach is like all right you're gonna do the 400 hurdles and we're gonna see how it goes and so typically anything from the 400 down everybody uses blocks right yeah right so andrew here has never used blocks (laughs) except for jokingly kind of making fun of his sprinter friends and like look how silly you are i'm faster than you in the 400 type deal um (laughs) And so I'm the only lone soul looking like a, like an idiot standing at the starting <laughs> line. And you know how long it takes for spinners to get in the blocks comparatively for distance runners. Right. So yeah. like when they say set, at first I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I think, I think they false started if I'm not mistaken, but like when they said set again, I just stood there like, all right, like <laughs> let 10 minutes go by. And so, and so finally like the gun went off and it was, it was a hard race. The first like hundred, 150 meters, you're like killing it. You're like, you're just going through it. And most 400 hurdle guys count their steps. They know their steps in between right, each right. hurdle. And I'm over here at steeple where you jump off either leg, whatever's most right. convenient. So I probably look the most ridiculous. Um, <laughs> you just spin the right leg, left leg, right yeah. leg. <laughs> um, and then the 200 to go, I was like, oh my gosh, it feels like the last lap of a steeple. Mm-hmm. And then the last 100 meters, I forget how many hurdles are in there, but they, they, they were not pretty. I had finished <laughs> and I was like, thank God that is over. <laughs> You know, and the thing is, I don't think it'd be any different if I if I if I ran the fifteen or not that day because it it's a shorter event, mm-hmm. but still challenging. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, anytime a, a sprinter does a distance event, it is comical every single time. I did. Mm-hmm. We had one race. It was I think a quad meet at our high school, and my coach for some reason put me in the one hundred just for fun it wasn't like there was a workout with it he was like yeah just run the 100 and you're gonna run the two mile later i was like okay sounds great 
So I lined up and all of my distance runner friends were in the 100. So he put a heat <laughs> together of where it was just distance runner friends. That's so we great. all got in there and I knew how to use blocks because um, our sprinter coach I'm good friends with. Um, so he taught me like the day before the meet how to use blocks. So I'm over there, you know, getting my blocks set up in my, in my 2K or 3K spikes. Um, <laughs> and then all my other distance runner friends in their 3K, 5K spikes are, you know, shaking out their legs like it's a distance race. And I get into my blocks and I take as much time as I can. Say <laughs> oh set, God. and I'm over here Jeez. like I don't You're even drop down. I'm just sitting like, oh, don't worry. You guys have no idea. This takes me five minutes <laughs> to get set up. I do like the leg kickback thing and I'm all getting ready. Like it's a 100. That means nothing. And everybody's just like, Noah, are you serious? Like, come on, let's get this rolling. Um, so yes, then we raced and, uh, I won and I blamed it nice. all solely on the blocks. I was like, yeah, you guys didn't <laughs> use blocks, but it was by, it was like hand timing. So everybody was like, just going to be a shaky hand, just clicking the button <laughs> eight times. Yeah. But anytime, it's like in high school and they hand out those popsicles too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> popsicle yeah. sticks. Just, yeah. Oh, that one was mine. <laughs> That's, That's funny. wild, man. <laughs> I I love it. Anytime distance runners line up for sprinting, because it's like we're coordinated. I feel like when it comes to distance running, mm-hmm. but when you move your body in just a little bit of a different way, and that's sprinting, because it's a different like exercise. You use a whole different set of muscles. Yep. And it, it's totally different than a kick at the end of a race. Like when <laughs> when, when you're sprinting fresh, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, because it's a completely different yeah. form and stride. <laughs> Yeah, form form is something we we kind of forget at high speeds. Because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> like you're saying, Jordan, at the end of a race, we just look like we're trying to not fall over, falling forward. Yeah. <laughs> While like sprinters are like like textbook coming through, like mm-hmm. it looks pristine. Yep. We're just trying to save face. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love that. Ah, uh, all right. So that's pretty much all the time we have today. Um, is there any any last things you want to say? Ooh, um, gosh, get out there, stretch after every run, warm up before every run, you know, uh, work out a couple times a week for the injury prevention. And if you get a chance to study abroad, go and study abroad. Okay. All Good right. words from a PT. I like it. <laughs> Wait, where, where did you study abroad? Did you, did you mention that earlier? And I, I did not paying attention. No, no, you guys are good. I went, I, I did, uh, I did a full semester in New Zealand. Holy oh, cow. That's okay. Beautiful. Nice. It was fun. And it was great. It was a great option because they all speak English. Oh, okay. (laughs) I tried to learn Spanish. It didn't really go well. It's it's, it's challenging (laughs) if if you're not immersed. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Cool beans. Well, um, I do want to take a second real quick and thank some people. I obviously want to say thank you to Andy for coming on here. Um, obviously didn't have to say yes. Very nice guy. Very nice of him to come on and kind of share his story. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to say a quick thank you to Ethan, our audio guy. Um, he does a great job every week of kind of fixing our audio because, you know, my Wi-Fi is just the best. And so <laughs> it records so well. Um, so I want to say thank you to him because we put him in less than ideal conditions and he always comes out with something better than I could even expect. Um, yep. So thank you to Ethan. Um, and, and yeah, we uh, hope to see you guys all back here next week. Until then, have fun, stay safe, and we'll see you later. Goodbye. Awesome. Thank you.